Kilkenny Intermediate Hurling Championship Round 1 Roar Inishtig versus Young Ireland's With thanks to Goran Park Golf Club A stunning par 71 18 hole track With a breathtaking backdrop of the Black Stairs Mountains Membership 2024 now open Goranpark.ie Good afternoon and welcome to John's Park for the Michael Ling Motors first round championship and relegation first round which might add uh, well this is not an actual relegation match this is a first round knockout the winner uh, goes through and their loser finishes in the intermediate championship for 2023 a blustery afternoon here in uh, John's Park but a fine afternoon Gordon Mart uh, on our right we're here on the roadside of uh, course in John's Park splendid O'Loughlin's Park O'Loughlin Gales GA Club the clubhouse opposite us on the far side we're here on the roadside Gordon Warman up on our right and Roar and Steve on our left we'll go through the teams Eddie Dial is with me today and we'll go through the Roar and Steve one change from the programmes on goal is Paddy Ling full back is Rory Delaney three Kieran Jason four Joe Ling five is Jack Welsh and six centre back is George Murphy and seven is Tom Dye in the middle of the field is the captain Pat Ling and beside him Joe Mulholland he replaces Owen O'Brien who doesn't start today Tom Murphy wears 10 Michael Galvin 11 and Rory Galvin number 12 and an inside line of Kevin Murphy Big Jim Ryan and young Tom O'Callaghan for the Roar Nestig the Roar Nestig manager Tom Gleeson selectors Declan Byrne and Niall Welsh and of course Gordon the famed red and white stripes county champion senior champions in 1996 and 02 and of course legendary hurlers the Charlie Carters the DJ Carey's the Pat O'Neill's and the sons of some of those great players talking out today on goal is Jason Brennan right cornerback Bobby War, Bobby Brennan number three Parik O'Neill son of the great Pat and number four Philip O'Neill right half back is Michael Walsh six is Mikey Carey of course son of DJ and number seven is Paddy Langton a very strong half back line for Gore middle of the field is Parik Natty and beside him is a big man called Seamus Farland he's the joint captain replacement at number ten number eighteen comes in for Gordon young Jack Brennan he comes in for Gordon instead of Paddy Brennan and Sean Carey plays at 11 Jeff Brennan right, uh, right half forward an inside line of Paul Hoden Big Ted Dre and of course Killian Carey and the selectors and management is Barry Power Toss Farrell Brian Glynn James Fitzgerald and Owen Farrell a lot of experience then Eddie Dial, you've watched these teams twice during the year and the expectation of that this is going to be a very close match of course. I think it's yeah, definitely going to be a, a close game I think um, big players on both sides as well so definitely uh, I'd say the wind though the wind will play a big factor in today's but I'd imagine they have to be very close and I'd say a couple of points either way Ronnie Yeah and the wind Eddie when we talk about the wind the wind is blowing down from into the Nolan Park and maybe into the corner here of the entrance into Lachlan so uh, anyone familiar with John's Park the wind blowing into our faces here on the roadside down certainly into the town down into into the Nolan Park and already uh, this is third versus fourth from the league of course Eddie um, the Roar they've had six points uh, uh, from three games uh, or from six points from five games of course they beat Carrick Shock beat O'Loughlin's and beat your own club Blacks and Whites in an impressive victory the last day but again Blacks and Whites maybe just down a few players on the day yeah, look at that. that. That's not to take away from the roar. I think they were very, they were very good on the day. I didn't get to myself, Ronnie, but yeah. by all accounts, they could, the, the, the better team won on the day, you know. So, look at the, the roar. They definitely um, we're looking down the field here now. Yeah, looks like Eddie. Sorry to cut across. Yeah. It looks like there will be a minute silence. Uh, Robbie, if you want to go back to the studio, it looks like there'll be a minute silence here. We're not sure for who, but if you want to go back to the studio, we'll come back to you maybe in a minute's time. 
Enjoying the match? Of course you are. Why wouldn't you be? But what if I told you there was an extra way to get your GAA fix? Introducing The Clash Act, KCLR's dedicated podcast for all things GAA with Eddie Scally. There was a time where you'd watch a hurling match and it was kind of a wild game. Ball went in and it was balls drilled the length of the field. Like, have you noticed the game changing to become very tactical at, at the senior elite level? At the minute, I think hurling has gone more into position. You know, when you have the ball, I suppose teams are trying to to hold on to it more rather than driving it up the field and, and, and see what happens, you know, down the other end. But look, it's just what's in vogue at the moment and there'll come a day where, where we'll look back on the hurling lap now and we'll say, geez, how did we, we ever go down that road? But look, the hurling involves, that's the style that's in play at the moment and teams have to adapt and, and, and try and deal with it now. Now you can get even more GAA content straight to your phone and for free. Hear from the people behind the game with a new episode every single Friday. The Clash Act. Listen back on scoreline.ie, the KCLR app or subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome back to John's Park, Old Auckland Gales, of course. Uh, the referee about to throw in the, uh, the ball. The game about to start. Julian O'Dwyer, he throws the ball in. Uh, Old Auckland's, as we said, the home of the uh, Old Auckland's Hurling Club. Gordon, to Young Ireland's of Gordon. Uh, looks like uh, Martin, not Martin Carey, Sean Carey, blown for steps. Rory Steeg will play with the wind, Eddie. So they'll need to get every score they can because there is, as we said, a very strong wind here. Yeah, very strong win and, and with Jim Ryan in on the, on the square there as well, the win at their back, they will be direct. Any time I've seen him this year, they have been very direct, so I'd imagine they'll be hitting him with as, as much ball as they can get. Certainly the wind blowing down, maybe across the field, but number 11, Michael Galvin, has a chance here to put the ball over 65, 70 yards out, as I said, playing into Nolan Park, side ground, and Michael Galvin bends and strikes. Looks like this will go over the bar, it will go over the bar, first score for of the day, and the first score for Roar and Steeg, and that's gone over the bar. Good point for Michael Gavin, good start for him. Yeah, very good score from distance, Ronnie, yeah. Um, with that tricky win, it's good to get a, good, a score like that to, to start off with. Great catch by uh, Jeff Brennan here in front of us. He's wearing 12, down into the corner. Ted Ray goes up to it. Ted Ray puts the hurl down to He's wearing 14, is it, Ted? Paul Holden. Paul Holden. He comes back into the middle, into number 18. Number 18 today is Jack Brennan. Jack Brennan into the corner, but the corner is Kieran Joyce. Joyce has been tackled by Ted Ray. Ted Ray has gone inside him. Ted Ray, and Joyce does very well to win it back. Knocks it out for a 65, a 65. But Ted Ray doing very well for Gordon this year, and he'll have a big battle with Joyce today. He did, yeah. Paul Holden did very well in the corner there, so he did it out, out to Jack Brennan and the ball in, out to Ted Ray, yeah, and Ted taking on um, Mr Joyce there, but he was very, very strong, yeah, very strong there, Joyce was. Looks like uh, Jeff Brennan's out a long way here as he playing middle of the field, or Gordon coming out against the win. Two big, strong, mobile teams, two teams with very strong half-back lines, and both teams with, I suppose, half-back lines. That's where the battles are going to be won on both sides, whichever can win the individual battles. As we said, Gordon with the half-back line of Michael Welsh, Mikey Carey and Paddy Langton, and Jack Welsh, George Murphy and Tom Doyle, a very strong half-back line for the Roar. A free-in as a 65 for Gordon into the... Uh, country and the man who strike it is number 13 it looks like it is Paul Holden Paul Holden of course reliable as ever that'll drop short into Paddy Ling Paddy Ling he'll go 20 yards out to the number 8 uh, this Pat Ling is sort of vice captain great running by the number 23 and that's a sub on for no it's George Murphy it's George, George Murphy, Murphy wearing, wearing, 20 yeah, wearing 23 
Yeah. There's a good crowd here and he's blown for steps. Julian, very consistent, blown for steps. 23, where than 23 is George Murphy, of course, roaring his teeth down to number six. Obviously, someone has forgot, Lammy forgot to bring back the jersey, it looks like. Yeah, but the jerseys. maybe we had lucky there with steps, but that's his game all year, right there at centre back, running with that ball, carrying that ball forward and just got blown there early on. And Julian's after blowing both. Paul Holden against the wind. This time he goes a bit higher. This will hang in the wind and it'll hang over the bar. It does hang over the bar. Very good score. Paul Holden, one point for Gordon, one point far in the steak two minutes gone as I said both uh, freeze quick puck out taken down on top of Jim Ryan Jim Ryan out a long way bounces off of two big uh, tackles there to Galvin he's centre forward back to Jim Ryan 65 yards out he tries to take him on maybe took and taken too much out of the ball well hooked by the number 8 the number 8 of course is Parignani the ball will break to Jason Brennan the goalkeeper for Gordon on the end line he comes out gives a hand pass to Philip O'Donnell Donald turns back loses the ball put under pressure by the number 13 Kevin Murphy still on the 21 on the far side the far side being all Auckland's uh, clubhouse this is an ambitious attempt a wild attempt and a brilliant score it looks like not too sure was he going for the point or was he going for a, a crossfield ball but it's gone over brilliant point by Kevin Murphy yeah brilliant point from a very tight angle and he got to get his head up as well he had Rory Galvin running uh, loads of space and up the wing by himself as well two points to the league one point to Gordon Jack Brennan has he played so well the last day where Nation he's been chased by Bun Holland he puts a, a flick over his head takes him on the 21 still takes too much out of the ball comes back to George Murphy quick hand pass to Paddling, paddling, of course, Kenny senior experience down to the corner forward, the corner forward, and the corner back, the corner forward, down very low is number 15, Tom O'Connell, young 17 year old, tries to take on two or three Gordman. Jim Ryan puts the hurl out, Parig O'Neill, maybe a little bit shy or quieter there, gives the ball back to the number eight. Eight today for Gordon is Paddy Parig Naddy, and Parig Naddy gets a free and a free for uh, Gordon. And again, a lot of big hits going in. Jim Ryan, of course, and Parig O'Neill, big battle, two lads that know each other well, silver age, uh, Eddie Dial. Yeah, they're um, similar, yeah. But Jim Ryan has actually gone out and he's playing in the half forward line there um, and he had to pull him Parry O'Neill out of out of the full back position as well full back position Gordon as we said a long way out now Paddy Langton a long free expert but he's against the wind as we said playing into the country end Gordon as we said playing against the breeze the breeze this will hang on the edge of the square Joyce and Drail go up Joyce often comes down the ball breaks off his hand comes to Tom Dyle Tom Dyle on the 21 from Innistig Tom Dyle Innistig man four minutes gone good line ball gone down to Michael Welch the St. Kieran's college teacher gives a neat hand pass into the Gordon man number eight Naddy Naddy loses the first touch gives a ball back to the number seven Langton Langton's up a long way gives it back to Naddy Naddy hits a crossfield ball the wind as we said very strong George Murphy you know it's Joe Ling Joe Ling puts down the hurdle but number 15 for Killian Carey tries to take it well won by the man comes out to Pat Ling Gordon within Stigman inside to Galvin Michael Galvin now little uh, Galvin off he's left with the wind will the wind bring it in it looks like the wind will catch it that's gone wide the first wide of the day in a Stig two points uh, Gordon one point five minutes gone as we said Gordon playing against the wind sharp fuck out taken to Philip O'Donnell he goes up the far side on the 45 takes a hand Pass gives it to Langton. Langton's first touch is very good. Low ball to Jack Brennan. Brennan takes Joe Ling very easily. Turns to his right. Joe Ling turned very easily. And that looks as gone over the bar. And Jack, Brennan, Jack Brennan puts it over the bar. And Jack Brennan and Gordon will be very happy that Jack Brennan didn't go right horses today. He's a very <laughs> top shot. He's done very believe. well there on, on Joe Ling. Joe, Joe is a very good defender there as well. But Jack Brennan did very well. Like you say, he did very well the last day against the Phoenix. I think he got four points um, and was taken off for a few minutes to go. But the game was over that day. So a really important player for, for Gordon. And a really important that he's not riding horses 
horses there, Ronnie. Not riding horses today, five minutes gone, two pints of each long puck out straight down to Route 1, but the Route 1 comes to Naddy again, Naddy in the middle of the field gives it a hand pass back to Michael Welch, Michael Welch gives a clever ball to the middle of the field to his partner, middle of the field, Seamus Barr, good hurling by the Gordon and down to Brennan again, Brennan's in front of Joe Ling, Brennan uh, take, tries to take him on, Jack Brennan gives a ball into Killian Carey, Carey goes for a long ball, snapped at it and snapped at it rather quickly, but it's gone wide, the first wide for Gordon, one wide for Nisdeek, six minutes gone, two pints of geese, plenty of good running and plenty of lot of on and offer here but the half backline for Gordon are off to a good start Eddie they are they're off but they're playing well all year and what they're defending well Ronnie but what they're capable of well is big scores well Paddy Langton as well is up getting plenty scores from play as well and so is Mikey Carey so they're very capable of half back line going forward as well as defending Ronnie Langton does well and he gives a neat hand pass out to Jeff Brennan Jeff Brennan gives it back to Naddy Naddy's on a lot of ball in the middle of the field left handed ball to Sean Carey Carey's out in front but it's not it's Ted Dre Dre has it he should give it to Carey Ted Dre and Carey Carey has it in his hand he'll take him on he doesn't he turns to his right Sean Carey turns to his right puts it over the bar great point Sean Carey great pass Ted Ray three points to two as we said six minutes gone and Gordon off to a good start against the wind they are yeah and that direct ball into Ted Ray has caused problems in the same the last day when they played Phoenix that was the that was the threat they stopped doing it and let Phoenix back in the game but as soon as they gave the ball to Ted Ray and they're there to cause problems Ronnie uh, back line again for Gordon when it comes out to the middle of the field Gordon's two middle of the field men today Naddy and Farrer off to a good start great running by the Gordon George Murphy the centre back yeah. it's a quick low ball to Kevin Murphy and Jim Drain. Jim Ryan has it. Jim Ryan tries to take on Parry O'Neill. Jim Ryan gives a hand pass to nobody, but he goes a quick hand pass. But the man is fouled. The man is fouled is Tom O'Callan, and he's fouled by Bobby Brennan. A free in for Innesteeg, as we said. Six minutes gone, and we we're brought by our proud sponsors today. Now, thanks to Gordon Park Golf Club, a stunning par, 71 18 hole track with a breathtaking backdrop of the Black Stairs Mountain. Membership 2024 now open. GordonPark.ie. A free in for Galvin and under 21 easy free for him he'll hit into the Nolan Park end of the field as we said seven minutes gone in a steeg playing with a, the wind whatever wind advantage they have it and it's gone over the bar by Galvin well struck three points apiece the Gordon men and the, and the in a steeg off to a good start both teams the area and their full forward lines are causing an awful lot of trouble look at the Umar there Paul Holden Ted Dre and Sean, and Sean Carey as well a very good full forward line Fuck out Tom Dyle puts up his hand Dyle does well dummies to his left looks to give it into George Murphy George Murphy has it at centre back wearing 23 ball in front of Murphy he's got inside this is danger puts his hand out in front does very well does very well rather easily in front of O'Donnell but a poor wide by Kevin Murphy he'll be disappointed with that because he'd done so well to win the ball with a great ball from Tom Dyle or George Murphy actually he is and he's out in front of Philip O'Donnell there for a few balls but he'd look at he'll know himself he should have put that one over Strong the bar wind and Pat Ling has it in the middle driving through Ling so influential for Aurora Nestig looks like he puts that over the bar he doesn't he puts it wide and the Innistig supporters beside us here were sure that went over the bar, but that's gone wide. Another poor miss from the Innistig men, but again, Gordon now, put kick puck out the wind, as we said, carrying it, the ball breaks down. Uh, the big man, number 12, number 12 is Brewery Galvin, Galvin, very experienced, down in the loose ball to Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan, oh, well caught by the, the, the Gordon Wait man, comes carry. to Naddy, Naddy, Naddy brings it into the man, running through the middle is Farrell. Farrell has a Seamus Farrell through the middle, Seamus Farrell does very well, running off the shoulder, but he's got the wind, has caught it again. Two Two wides for Gordon, three wides for four wides for Innistig, I think three points 
piece of draw game nine minutes gone quick bug out to Jim Ryan Jim Ryan wearing 14 but he's out the middle of the field out to Pat Link 65 yards out low ball into Camo Callan Callan is out in front of Parry O'Neill this time Parry O'Neill and Callan Callan is low to the ground Callan off his left Callan and does poorly in another wide for Innesteeg they're playing with the wind and that's four and not five wides Eddie is it? Oh, you have known for four there right? yeah. but, but they're getting plenty of success the two corner forwards in there just need to make better use of that ball better use of the ball Brennan uh, Jason Brennan experienced goalkeeper down on top of the half back line Jack Welch breaks the ball Jack Welch has it his half back the half back for Innesteeg he's followed up by two or three Gordon men the two or three Gordon men it comes that oh high tackle by George Murphy but George Murphy gets away with it there's what we call in Foxy says in Mokalees at the Shamazel but it's a free or a hot ball possibly and the Gordon man slightly Killian Carey Killian Carey came out the worst of that and it looks like Julian DeWire will give a hot ball as we said four ten minutes gone here in uh, Old Lachlan's or in Johns Park three points apiece in a steeg roaring a steeg as we said county intermediate champions in 2013 and all Ireland intermediate champions in 2014 of course their only senior title in 1968 a long long time ago Eddie before you were my time Eddie even. I thought you might have been at it but no, no I definitely wasn't at it no, no thanks Eddie for your kind words but yes. no not in 68 but I was at the 96 and 02 finals when Gordon won theirs of course led by DJ and Pat O'Neill and Charlie and all those great Gordon team that maybe underachieved I might say in Gordon they did yeah they won what was it two, two, two. yeah they won two yeah Look, not a good play, team players like that yeah yeah a hot ball it looks like Julian Dwyer between the Gordon and the Innesteegsman on the uh, Innesteeg half back line the Roar half back line on their half back line there's a lot of space now in front of the Gordon full back line Innesteeg have pulled him out a lot of space in front of him Ling does well that's Pat Ling he's on the far side the clubhouse side ball breaks in the middle of the field Galvin is there but so is Mikey Carey Galvin is there it comes to the, uh, to Dylan Carey Dylan Carey swipes at it another crowd of the ball Naddy does well three Innesteegsmen there George Murphy he should have hit it in this corner he doesn't he dumbs to his right down in front of Kevin Byrne looks like Byrne has been fouled by O'Donnell O'Donnell gets away and it does well puts one hand in front of him and gets, clears the ball well in front looks like a late tackle George Murphy no one picking up George he's wearing 23 but he's playing at 6 gives a hand pass puts Jack Dyle under a bit of a Jack uh, Welch under yep. a bit of pressure comes back to Galvin on the far side Tom Murphy has it Tom Murphy loses the ball being hunted down by Gordon the Gordon men certainly hunting more Killian Carey hits a great ball to Ted Ray and Joyce Dray, Dray, Dray has it not many men can catch a ball in front of Joyce Joyce is hooked on back brilliantly Joyce does so well Murphy comes back Joyce done so well Dray, dangerous tackle and he gets away and Julian looks like Julian says it's a, a tackle in the Steeg's men have been very disappointed with that because the Gordon men certainly are hunting him down that looked like that was a high tackle and now Julian is bringing it in make it rather easy for Paul Holden and I thought to me maybe yeah, that George Murphy yeah he probably, probably should have got a free yeah, he should have got a free out yeah. he, was, he, he, was, he was knocked to the ground but then he was probably held on the ground as well Ronnie but it's noticeable that Gordon the hunting and the intensity that Gordon are bringing at certain elements of the field and you'd know that Gordon maybe just maybe slightly that more intense at this stage they are yeah and look at the, they're, they're hunting the packs like you said exactly yeah um, the, the, the roar and the steak now the full forward line they're changing the kind of from two a two man full forward line to a, to, a, to a three as well Jim Ryan is playing out midfield at times he's going back in as well but when he goes out it's Mikey Carey is dropping back they're not leaving two and two on, on, in there anymore Ronnie Paul Holden put that over the bar easy free for Paul Holden he puts it over four points to Young Ireland's of Gordon three points to the steak Gordon as we said playing against the wind they'll be happier at these opening 15 minutes uh, Eddie I do, do definitely yeah definitely will be happier 
Um, but, but the Rona Seagar getting a bit of success in their full form. They just oh, need to make better use of that game. Again, and it looks like the cornerback had fouled uh, Kevin Murphy free in on the far side. The far side, as we said, is the jug outside. You know, Lachlan's, as I said, splendidly laid out the pitch in great condition. Just sure, as we said, and we thank Eddie Buckley for uh, giving us this vantage point here in the middle of the field. As we said, we're over here on the roadside, and it looks like Rory Michael Gallivan, he'll have a chance on the far side, 10 metres in from the far side, 40 yards out. He said the wind picking up, and whatever wind is in it, certainly the Rona Steak have a day need. Oh, definitely, it's yeah. a five, six point wind, Eddie. You'd think that they'd need a five or six point lead, would you? Oh, definitely, they need it. But look at it, they're getting chances up there. The full forward line is dangerous. Even this free was one in their full forward line, but they need to be converted. Like you say, Ronnie, it's five or six points at least. You know, to put themselves under awful pressure if they don't have that kind of a leader to go in and a draw at half time. Draw at half time, and that's gone over wide. wide. Oh, another wide for them. Five wides, and Ninestig certainly are putting themselves under serious pressure because. Uh, yeah, they need to take another scores wide. Do, yeah. oh, George, Murphy. George Murphy, he needs to give a hand pass. He's been hunted down by the Gordon men again. Does well, gives it to Galvin. Rory Galvin, that's it. Down on top of Jim Ryan. And Kevin Murphy looks like Murphy's been fouled again by O'Donnell. Murphy does well. He has it in his hand. Murphy or not, Murphy is Galvin. Back to Jim Ryan. To Jim on his right. Jim oh, miss, hits the ball. Comes yep. down to Mikey Carey. Carey does well. Hits a low ball. Clary, clever ball to Naddy. Oh, the, the Steve man paddling, but to put down Galvin. Grids it back. Now, Joe, not Joe Ling, it's Tom, Tom Dial. Dial. Tom, Tom Dial. Dial goes long. Tom Dial goes long. Tom Dial puts it over the bar. Great score by Tom Dial. As a Steeg man has gone down, good score, Tom Dial. He's first point of the day. In Steeg's fourth point of the day, four points of the week apiece. And the goal, Steeg man has gone down. It looks like the corner forward, Kevin Bourne. And he's gone off reasonably well. Or is it Galvin? I'd say it's Michael, Michael Galvin. Galvin. Michael Galvin, Galvin. 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 Yeah. looks like a blue helmet, yeah. He in after taking the free. But that was a very good point by Tom Dial. But they need all the scores they can get, as we said, Eddie. Yeah, Kevin, Murphy did, win, yeah. Kevin Murphy did really well there. Looking for a block by Parik Ling or Parik um, O'Neill. Um, the ball came back out with Tom Dyle got his point but look at Kevin Murphy is doing really good working there the full far line and I think they keep that ball in I think they've actually changed now with um, Bobby Brennan has gone across on um, or is he no he's at that's Tom Collin in the corner but no, both corner forwards in the row are doing really well if just get them in the ball get them more ball in they just, just need to settle themselves, me, yeah. settle themselves a little bit get their name on, the, on that scoreboard might suit him against the wind as we all know the intermediate as I said the finals tomorrow the league final and the shield final everyone talking about yeah. Liz Downey and Thomas Down but hey these two teams will have a say whoever wins in this because they're two experienced teams with a bit of youth and a bit of experience but yes Thomas Townen uh, and Liz Downey have to be on everyone's lips uh, and of course they are yeah, the two farm teams and, you know, and Thomas Downey the last couple of years Liz Downey coming down and proving that they're, you know, they're on farm as well this year great puck out Tom Dyle he's done well in these opening ten, 10 minutes it's a good ball down on top of Callan but out over the line 4 points apiece 15 minutes gone here in Johns Park in a steag as we said playing against the wind playing with the wind Gordon playing against the wind Gordon of course Young Irons are going they'll be the happier at this stage in a steag with 5 wides Gordon with 2 so in a steag certainly having though, more possession Eddie but not capitalising oh. Looks like Gallivan has gone into corner forward now, or staying in there at least. Exactly. He's gone in there, yeah. Exactly. Poor line ball taken. Ling is over on the far side. So is Tom Murphy, or Tom Murphy has it in his hand. Looks like it got out over the line on the far side, and it looks like it's a line ball on the far side. The far side, as we said, the clubhouse side, and paddling will bend and take this line ball. In a steag, as we said, leaving as many men as they can now. But Mikey Carey's gone back on the edge of the deep. Parik O'Neill, Folly and Jim Ling. The thing here is to avoid pa- Mikey Carey. Watch this. Jack Welsh straight to Mikey Carey. Him, yeah. No, great down ball down. Mikey Carey. No, Parik O'Neill looks like he's fouling. Mikey Parik O'Neill a little bit 
now he comes out with the ball Carey ha- or Mikey gives it to Carey nail to Carey Carey does well to Paddy Langton oh great hurling by the half back line Langton and Carey great one two Dre is out in front again he's been out in front Gordon looking very lively Sean Carey Carey has speed gives a great ball into 13 Killian Carey yes. oh what a goal from her half back full back line brilliant goal and Killian Carey got that goal but what a world work move from their own half back line Parry O'Neill give it to Mikey Carey Carey to, to Paddy Langton and Langton back to Carey and what a goal brilliant goal Eddie. Yeah, brilliant goal yeah and like I said Ted Ray is getting the better of Kieran Dyson there won that ball and laid it off as well to Carey at Sean Carey that side and then a, a goal from the experienced man Holden, Paul Holden 1-4 four to 4 but a good reply a good response, yeah. response yeah, by, Rory Galvin, by yeah. Rory Galvin to make it a 5.15 but that goal from uh, Killing and Carey what a goal what a what, well, well worked goal certainly if there's a video being here today that's a goal that's certainly a lot of people brilliant catch on the far side as Jack Kelly left it late then uh, Sean not as Sean it's Killian Carey down into the corner back that Sean Carey has a Sean Carey but it comes back to this Carey again comes back to, to Farrell Farrell the Gordon man in the middle of the field he's out mustered by the number 10 Tom, Tom Murphy yeah. Tom Murphy gives a neat hand pass to, to Jack Welch Jack Welch will go along this will go on the edge of the square this could go hang on the edge of the square where will it go over the bar gone no. wide again and in a Stieg certainly a victim of the possession they have that's six wides for the Roar next Stieg they'll be disappointed with their returns with the ball they've had Eddie yeah well look at he's very capable fairness to Jack he's very capable at that distance as well but when they're you know, I think they get their full forward full forward and on as much ball as they can because need to get them into the game as well Ronnie. puck out top of them but Galvin has it he'll give it back to George Murphy Murphy he looks up he has plenty of time top and Yep, comes down and next it comes into the cornerback. The cornerback is Rory Delaney. Go towards the sideline and out towards the side. Mick Welch has it. Mick Welch coming towards the lads. And now it comes to Mike. Parry O'Neill. Parry O'Neill hits it down on top of Galvin. Galvin has a chance on in his own. Hits it very quickly, but it's gone over the bar. No, it's brought down. It's gone over the bar. Great score by Galvin. He's first point and we'll go back to uh Shane in the studio for a wrap up of some of the games that are going on around the county today yeah there's a good few games going on in junior we should be half time and most of them starting the second half Robbie give us an update yeah kind of just starting the second half at half time in these games as you say Shane in group A it's Greg Namana 10 points Kilmacow 9 points St. Patrick's Lee Clonine by a goal and 11 points to 5 points while Tullaher Ross Perkin are 1-11 to 1-5 up against Pilltown Walter Walsh getting the goal for Tullaher Ross Perkin in that one with Declan Ar- Darling God for Pilltown yes and Aaron Kinsler yeah Aaron Kinsler Declan Dunn I think there there's a Conflicting reports coming into us. Uh, Wine Gap and Barra Rangers throws in at three o'clock in Dunhamagan. Galmoy and Emeralds is currently seven points apiece. And as we were saying a little bit earlier, John Locks and Sleeve Rue has been changed to seven o'clock on Tuesday in MW Higher Dunmore. So they are the reports and the updates from the final round of action in the group stages of the JJ Cavan and Sons Kilkenny Junior Hurling League. Thanks very much, uh, Robbie. And Ronnie, if you can clear up, was it Killian Carey or Paul Holden that got the goal for Young Ireland? Killian Carey was the finisher we believe at the ball back and that was a brilliant goal it wasn't Killian Carey was it? No it was Paul Holden got Paul the goal Paul Holden got the goal excuse yeah. me Paul Holden we've been advised got the goal brilliant finish well spotted Robbie and you're two or three miles away already Well not two or three miles away here beside you <laughs> That goal of course scored by uh, Paul Holden we misread the numbers Paul Holden got that goal brilliant goal 
and a great score by Paul Holden. 1-5 to Gordon, six points to Innesteague. They certainly have most of the possession, but not putting them over the bar. Ball breaks to Rory Delaney. He gives it back to Tom Doyle. Tom Doyle has done well so far in these opening 20 minutes. He's gone through the middle. Hits a loose pass to Mikey Welch. Mikey Welch to Gordon, man. Hits a long ball in top of Dre again. Dre is out in front all day. Jason and Dre. Jason has been the Stigman man, but then Ted Dre has gone in. Does so well. Ted Dre, big strong man. Ted Dre does so well. Joyce gets back. Joyce does so well to get back, but the Gordon men have it again. Still breaks the Gordon man, but now it comes back to Jack Welch. Jack Welch is a neat ball to Tom Doyle. Tom Doyle on his own half back line. Long ball down the top of Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan and Parry Gunnid. Parry Gunnid breaks the ball down. Brings it down to Kevin Byrne. Kevin Byrne trying to go through the middle. Off his left, he tries to look for help. Gives it back to Michael Gallivan. Gallivan has gone across the 45. Gallivan should put this over the bar. Gallivan puts it over the bar. Good store for the Roaring Lake Steag men. They make it seven points to one five in a Steag, as we said. Have the possession, seven points, but certainly the Gordon men, very valuable goal that they've gotten that 18th minute. Yeah, Kieran Joyce, in fairness, he got beaten for that ball with Hedre, but he stayed at all his experience, Ronnie, and he got back, got a second chance at it, and, and the move was started from there as well. Tom Doyle well involved. Very entertaining game as Pat Ling, it looks like he's blown uh, a free. Julian uh, looks like he's getting a free. Pat Ling getting a slap off at Par Ignadi, and Par Ignadi will go into the book uh, of uh, Julian the Wire but he said very entertaining opening 20 minutes Gordon playing a lot of high tempo game high high tempo game is what they call it now but that goal by Paul Holden that finish by Paul Holden but to, to, from their own half back line it was a it great was. goal wasn't it uh, it was like, you know, like goal you've seen a long time yeah but listen to when you commentating on the run you know it was it was nail it was nail to carry and carry <laughs> to nail and then it was goal it was you know, <laughs> reminiscent of years gone by but they had to do generation now but it was a brilliant goal brilliant like you said brilliant back in their half back line and that is their strong point Mikey Welch was kind of midfielder around here, but he and Sean Carey was back in the half back lane. But Mikey has gone to Mikey Welch got the half back now. They seem to be more settled with the three to have there. They're very capable of defending, like I said, very capable of getting scores on the board as well. So they're, they're defending really, really well. And we have it here, Michael Galvin now just inside his own, just inside the Young Ireland 65. He's about 60 metres out, Ronnie, there now just standing over his ball. And a free in at that minute silence was for Betty Foley who passed away. Betty was an ant of the right half back, Jack Welch. Jack Welch, that's right, Ronnie, yeah. And uh, Michael Gallivan strikes that ball, puts it over, and the Roarness League are back on level terms. Good store by Michael Gallivan. He's third point of the day. And 1 7, 1 5 to uh, Gordon, 8 points to the Roarness to, to the Roarness League. A draw game here in John's Park or O'Loughlin. Back to Jason Brennan, sharp puck out, taken. He comes back, goes along, down on top of uh, the centre forward, the centre forward, and Carey. Kelly and Carey. He tries to give the ball, gives it to Dye or to Farrell. Farrell, the big man. Back to hand pass being used a lot by the Gordon, Jarrod Trophy does well. Comes back to the man, Pat Link. Pat Link coming through the up. middle. Pat Link coming through the middle. Gives a ball to Byrne. Byrne is out in front of Kevin Murphy. Kevin Murphy, the advantage is over. And the advantage is let down. Now it comes back to the Gordon. The Gordon out in front of Joyce. They're trying to find Ted Dre, but Kieran Joyce reads it well. Kieran Joyce, a lot of room in front of Dre. Joyce will go along off his left, down the middle, puts a bit of pressure under the Jim Ryan. But Jim Ryan is out in front. Jim Ryan looking for help. Jim Ryan is a hand pass, but it's a loose hand pass to the middle of the field. The Gordon midfield doing well. It's Farrell. He gives a neat ball to Sean Carey. Sean Carey tries to stand him up, tries to go along. Sean Carey shortens the hand, but the wind caught the ball and that's gone wide. And that's Gordon's fourth wide, maybe. Six wides for Innesteeg, as we said. 53 and Seamus Farrell has gone down the middle of the field. The hand up as we are brought by our proud sponsors with thanks to Gordon Park Golf Club. A stunning pair. 71, 18 hole track with a breathtaking backdrop of the Black Stairs Mountains. Membership 2024 now open. Gordonpark.ie. That Black Stairs Mountains. Eddie, they're in 
your view often when you wake up in the morning? And Goran Park is in my view too. If I look <laughs> over the hedge, I can see Goran Park is only a stone's throw away from me where I'm living, Ronnie. Now, entertaining 25 minutes, but Echoin, with this wind, you'd expect that Innesteeg will be that a little bit more disappointed because Definitely. it is a two, three, four point wind, of course. But Gordon certainly using the, the hand pass and running off the shoulder is very, very evident in the Gordon style of play. It is, but. In fairness to, to I think the Roaring Steag, they're defending actually not so bad. I know Ted Ray is getting plenty of success in the full forward line, but they're actually not defending too bad. But I think it's on here, they're used to the ball in the full forward line. Even for that score there that Young Ireland's got, I mean, Jim Ryan had the ball in there. He won a great ball in front of Parry O'Neill, and it was a loose hand pass from him, the ball was turned over again. So they're, just, they're getting plenty of ball in the full forward line, just need to be making a better chance. I think they'd have seven wides and now six and play and one from a free. Here we have taken now, yeah, it's gone down the far side. Yeah. In a steep full forward, looking dangerous. Uh, Byrne has it in the far side from the sideline. He got one a while ago from there as well. But this looks like it's gone wide. And Shami Cummins, the umpire, very, very slow to give us a reaction. Seven wides for the Innesteegs men. As we said, that's too many wides with that wind. The costly could come costly against the wind. Jason Byrne slows it down. Or Jason Brennan, yeah. Jason Brennan. Jason Byrne is a comedian, but maybe Jason Brennan is a comedian. Well caught by Jack Brennan. Brennan tries to hand pass it in front of him. Julian Dewar says he didn't get a free there. George Murphy's on it. George Murphy's lying low, but Tom Doyle, he's had a very good opening. 25 minutes. 55, 25 minutes gone. Gone. Then backs to Farrell. Farrell tries to bring it in off his left. Very poor wide for Farrell. He's back up off the ground. Five wides, Gordon. Eight, seven wides. Is it seven? Seven or eight wides in a steeg. In a steeg to have seven to have eight. Eight, eight there now, yeah. Four for Gordon there, yeah. Puck outs now again. Pat Ling trying to find Paddy Ling trying to go along. The man made a run on this side, but it's down on top of Kevin Murphy again. Murphy, but Mikey Carey reads it well. Carey does very well. Gets a shoulder from Tom Murphy. Ball, Killian yeah. Carey gives a Joe Cannon snipe. Hand pass to Paddy Langton. He's normally good from these distance. Paddy Langton, but well caught. Right. But Julian DeWire decides that that's uh, a late tackle on Mikey Carey. Tom Murphy uh, met Mikey Carey's not off. Then you see Mikey Carey going down, but Tom no, Murphy, a big man, and uh, was a little bit late, but not very malicious, I thought. No, look at he was definitely was a free in my, my view. Anyway. Yeah. Look at a little bit late, but it only was any too malicious in his draw. And Paddy Langton got his got his uh, got opportunity to take a shot and use the full use the full five seconds, I suppose, to put before the referee pulled it back. But there is a very strong wind in it. And there and is, I don't yeah. think we appreciate it from this side because you can see from some of the Gordon ball that's going in, it is hanging in the wind. So it means that you know this wind is probably a four or five point. Uh, at, least, at least, at least, because there's a couple of balls after dropping in there to um, into Paddy Take. Ling's hands as well. So there is, and look at earlier on the year, you see Paddy Langton. He's very capable of scoring from 70, 80, 90 yards, and this wind is in his face. So that's that's holding him up. Like you know, that was on target. Only a drop shot, you know. So he's he's very very accurate, very capable. The good news for Gordon is Mikey Carey up. He settles the white helmet. It's a draw game here in uh, Lachlan's, as we said. Eight points to Innesteeg, one five to Gordon in this Michael Ling Motors first round championship game. The winner, I said, go as we said, going forward. The loser finishes the year's hurling, and that's again a short year for some players. But again, the Gordon man has a free. The board man being Paul Holden. He finished that brilliant goal. He hangs it up in the air. It'll catch the wind. It'll catch a Carey's under. Joyce's under. Hits off a nobody. Gone wide. Another wide for England Ireland's Gordon. Six wide. Sir Gordon, eight points for the steak. Quick ball taken by Paddy Ling. Paddy Ling out to Jack Welch. Jack Welch gets a crossfield ball over to Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan is out here with Mikey Welch. Jim Ryan with this red. Well by the corner back to Lim. Jim Ryan has it again. He's won a lot of possession. Now he needs to put it over the bar. The wind will catch it as well. And Jim Ryan has it. It looked like it was late tackle. And the referee not given entertaining Jim uh, Ryan. And Jim Ryan run down. And he's gone down. And the steak lets won't be happy with this because the referee, as we said, coming for a small bit of criticism it looked like Jim Ryan was foul late and, and looked similar to the last incident but Jim he's a big man and he don't go down rather easily so he must have got it 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't see it there, Ronnie. I was following the flight of the ball. The so. Yeah. 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 He got it. Yeah. He's winded, shall we say. He's winded, yeah. Come on, Ray. Michael Dye or Jim Ryan is down. A puck out for Jason Brennan. 58 minutes, 8 minutes got 28 minutes on the clock, as we said. Gordon, 8 points. Or Gordon, 1 5. The Roaring Estigue, 8 points. No score for a while, Eddie. No score for a while, yeah. Last 20, just 10 minutes, no score. No score. We see a picker brains in our running. We have Jason Brennan with the ball in hand, just waiting for Jim Ryan to go up to take a, take a puck out there. Um, he's, he saved the penalty and, and conceded the penalty the last day as well. But this year, I think I think we've seen some brilliant displays from goalkeepers. Yes, this year. would you agree? Oh, we did. We mentioned that in the last commentary, especially at senior hurling. There's a yeah. lot of good goalies, and I'm sure it's the same here. And the Bobby Brennan comes up. Bobby Brennan comes a long way, but he hasn't have the ball. He gets away, but it comes to Jeff Brennan. Jeff Brennan. Now Dennis Stegman, as we said, Gordon loved to run with the ball, but Dial does well again. Tom Dial. Killian Carey's in front of us, right in front. Carey does well. Carey out close to the line, line ball, and the Gordon men is a line ball for Dennis Stegman, and Dennis Stegman hunted him down, as we said. Jim Ryan out a long way. The Gordon, a line ball is at eight minutes, to, eight points to Ron Steeg, one five to Gordon, one minute on the clock, maybe three minutes of extra time, possibly to play 29.50 exactly. Quick line ball taken, Gallivan puts his hold up, Gallivan gives it back, but it's going back by Mikey Welch, Mikey Welch does well, gives a ball to the runner, Jack Brennan, Jack Brennan tries to take on, and um, tries to take on Delaney, but Delaney does well, gives a hand pass to Dial, Tom Dial, Tom Dial is coming out, looks like he's been fouled, looks like he ran over, now Mikey Welch has it again, gives a clever ball again, but too clever, George Murphy, the roar and the man out to uh, Tom Murphy Tom Murphy 70 yards out this will drop short drop short to win a over the bar, bar. It's over the bar. bar great score by Tom Murphy the wind carried a like, significant wind the first point in a while and that is the roar and the out by a point nine points in the Stieg one one five to Gordon. Yeah, Tom Doyle again at left half back doing really well then with that ball and Tom Murphy just a bit of experience. That's what they need at the minute, Ronnie, isn't it? A bit of experience to take them, put the ball over the bar. The water boys here in front of their throwing the towels. That's why the knives are picking up. And the next thing the ball breaks to Paul Holden. Paul Holden on his left. It's a loose ball. Carey's all on his own. Joyce is a one-to-one. A chance for Gordon. Carey slips. Gives a ball back to Dre. Dre strikes it in a goal. And no, no, where did they go? In the Stieg Roar and the Stieg Markers were. Not sure where the cornerback was. He must have went for a cup of tea because he certainly left Carey all on his own. And there's nothing Ling or Patty Ling, Paddy Ling could do. Gordon, two and five. Roar and the Stieg, nine points. That's put a different complexion on the scoreboard now, Eddie. Ah, uh, definitely has, yeah. <laughs> Dial at the ball here, Ronnie, just inside his own 65, a big ball in. Right on top ball, of dangerous ball. Yeah. <laughs> Gone wide, another wide for Dennis Stiegman. That's nine wides for Dennis Stiegman. And that goal again, the Dennis Stieg cornerbacks and pullbacks will be very disappointed. Quick puck out, taking to Paddy Langton. Gordon, as we said, getting two goals against the run of play. The fullback will be disappointed. Joe Ling has it. The big Joe Ling from Dennis Stieg. Joe, the first time he's caught a ball in a while. Down on top of the ball, it'll break now to the Gordon man. Jason Brennan reads it so well. He's off his line, 25 yards out, clears the ball. On top of Pat Ling, Pat Ling and the, uh, the midfielder, midfielder is uh, Naddy. Naddy goes left ball looking for Dre again hitting great ball into Dre Dre is in front Dre has it again he's a big strong man Dre he tries to take him on this will be a great score if it goes over brilliant score by Ted Dre and he's causing all sorts of bother for uh, uh, Joyce he's a big strong he man is. he is he's, uh, he's out in front as well he's hurling well he's it's not just strength ball. he's getting great ball but he's out in front and he's hurling, hurling very well and, and, and Kieran Joyce is in trouble back there 2-6 to Gordon 9 points to the Roar and the Stieg men 
and the ball breaks again Mikey Carey he goes short again to Killian tries to Michael Galvin Galvin has it Galvin goes inside Galvin has it inside hits it into Tom Murphy he's going for his second point this will definitely drop short dangerous oh, oh, go oh, off the post. post off the post and a let off for the Gordon men. a dangerous dangerous ball Michael uh, Rory Galvin, Rory Galvin double and, was, yeah. and Nanny does well Gordon living dangerously but the ball they're having the breaks and they said Dre is out in front again huge room in front of Dre comes off his, hur- off his boot the ball is on your sideline line ball for the in a Stiegman yeah. came off the Gordon man but a let off for in a Stiegman dangerous ball went in struck and no one touched it but it hit the post it and did. a let off for the in a Stiegman or for the Gordon man it was yeah it was Rory Galvin and Parik O'Neill in there as well and, and Galvin just experienced just trying to get a flick on it do something with it and uh, off the post could have went anywhere Ronnie could have went anywhere Joyce will take this Kieran Joyce on his own half backling great line ball down in front of Byrne again or Kevin Murphy Kevin Murphy comes back to Mikey Carey Carey bends down low Carey gives a neat ball to Mick Welsh Mick Welsh this half back into Langton Langton to give it to Carey this half back then is it very very strong for Gordon Carey follows it up with Tom Dyle he's done so well for Gordon looks like he ran out of looks like he could oh he was held and that looks like Tom Dyle was held by the hand and a free in for Gordon but Gordon are certainly hunting him down big time and as we said that half back line for Gordon are dominating I believe in yeah. this opening first half they have but they've been doing that all year that's very strong you know it's a very strong half and it, look at it be interesting you know, in the second half Ronnie with that wind behind the back I expect a few more scores from there you know to be able to yeah. reach you know to be able to reach for 78 yards Tom Dyle a bit unfortunate there I thought, I thought he was held there he was. and it looks like it's a free in it is a free in for Paul Holden he's as we said on his 66 metres out uh, from his uh, Ronis D goal a reliable free hecker but he's against the wind as we said 2-6 scored 9 points in a Stieg three-point game that looks if it has the distance it has the accuracy it has the accuracy great score Paul Holden brilliant point Paul Holden and that's 2-7 to the Gordon men and nine points to NSD and Paul Holden very reliable free taker four minutes of extra time Julian Dwyer uh, blows up the full t- half time whistle here in the Michael Ling Motors uh, first round game and Eddie I suppose sum up that first half because it's a game where Gordon certainly have got taken the most of their opportunities and NSD probably haven't well I think you hit the nail on the head there I think the general play look at apart from look at the, the New Orleans half back line has been excellent as well but so has the Roland Steag I mean George Murphy Jack Welch and Tom Dyle in particular have been very very good but like you said, they've taken more of their chances. But that's probably the difference, I think, to Gordon the last couple of days and today. The likes of Paul Holden back in the team. It wasn't there at the start of the year. Sean Carey back up in the forwards as well. They're a bit more even than they were, you know, and they're playing well. And, and Ted Ray at full forward is causing all sorts of trouble. And just wondering now, the second half, when he gets that better ball in, maybe from a longer distance, how, we, how we'll cope as well. But look at Roar the Steag, as you said, they're, they're full forward line. They're actually out in front. They're actually winning ball but they just need to be a little bit more clever with it and what they're doing and maybe maybe playing with the, with the wind into their face maybe, maybe that will help them in the second half Eddie there's a there's a huge sizeable crowd here they're getting a very entertaining game but the ball that Ted Ray is getting you'd have to give great compliments to the Gordon half back line the Gordon uh, yeah. midfield and the Gordon coaching staff because the ball that Ted Ray Joyce is a brilliant fullback, but he's been pulled and dragged either side. Pulled, yeah. And Dre then is mobile, is big and strong, and he's making very, very good use of the ball he's getting. He is as well. And Paul Holden actually has a big play in that as well because even though he's, he's named at, at, 30, at, yes. at 13, he's actually dropping out and he's leaving that space, that two man full forward line between Sean Carey and Ted, and Ted Dre in there. And at times then Sean Carey's coming out and it's Paul Holden that Ted Dre's in it. So they're playing kind of that two man full forward line, they're leaving loads of space around, but you're, you're dead right. But that, that half back line to have, like Paddy Langton is 
probably one of the sweetest strikers of a ball in the county as well. Like, and look at he's getting time on the ball because they have numbers back there. They have a man off the shoulder. They're not hitting blind ball. They're hitting that 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 good ball in, not quick ball, but good ball in. And that's Ted Ray's definitely 100% running. He's out in front and he's causing trouble. But all for good for Gordon have done. You still have to allow for Innistig nine wides. Some of those wides were poor wides. They've had the possession. They have the majority possession. Gordon two great goals. Not against the run of play, but certainly against the run of I suppose opportunity because they've yeah. only been that ball has only gone up there a handful of times and they've done more harm with the less uh, less ball. Yeah, so. but it's back to the wides. I think I have ten wides there now. There's yeah. one. There's one free and the rest of them are from, are from play. Yeah. And look at even back there. Look at the, the bit of look the Ronis needed there was maybe that, that, that high ball within there to Rory Galvin maybe that could have found the back of the net but definitely look at they're getting their chances up front Ronnie 100% they are look at the two corner forwards are doing really well Tom McCallan and Kevin Murphy but they need to take their chances Jim Ryan is actually doing he's not so bad there as well you know but they just need to take their chances and it's them wides is costing them I think the, like you said the general play on the field is probably even enough as well but just the wides for the Roar they need to correct that and with the wind at their back like will they have as much ball going into their full forward line in the second half I don't know with that wind in their face maybe it'll drop short maybe they'll play them over running game I don't know but they need to correct that big that white count like I mean I have I have the road or you earn is down for one from a free and four from play yeah. wide you know so it's the massive 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 free count for the road this league in the first half so here in all Auckland's Eddie thanks very much we'll go back to the studio it's uh, Gordon uh, doing all the hurling against the strong breeze it's Gordon 2-10 Roar and the Stieg 9 points and we'll go back to the studio of course for some roundups of the junior games here in Kilkenny this Saturday back to you uh, Shane in the studio thanks very much uh, Ronnie and to Eddie we'll be going back there very very soon of course it is now Gorin with the advantage 2-7 to 9 points Paul Holden with the goal I believe Ted Dre got the other goal but we were discussing it could have been Killian Carey but I believe it was Ted Dre just going by Gorin's uh, social media there but Robbie looking around the grounds on the junior side of things what's the score updates yes yeah, so in group A Shane it is currently Greg Nomana 1 goal and 15 points Kilmacow 13 points St. Patrick's Bally Raggett League cloning in by a goal and 14 points to 11 points Tuller Ross Birkin are 5 points ahead against Piddletown 115 to 110 in that game about 10 minutes remaining in all of these matches they did throw in at 2pm so the, that means the table will finish as follows St. Lockton's would top it with 11 points then would come Tuller Ross Birkin with 9 points St. Patrick's would have 8 points Piltown would be on 7 Greg Namana would move up to 5 points Kilmacow would be on 2 and Clonine would be on 0 points so that's how the table stands at the moment in group B only one game threw in at 2pm Galmoy lead the Emeralds by 11 points to 10 the game is just thrown in in Dunhamagan between Winegap and Barrow Rangers very early stages there it is currently Winegap 2 points Barrow Rangers 1 point John Loxon Sleeve Rue will throw in at 7 o'clock on Tuesday evening in MW Higher Dunmore as things stand and now there is a long way to go between Winegap and Barrow Rangers we should say Winegap would top the group with 10 points then would come uh, Emeralds with 5 points Barrow Rangers would also be on 5 Galmai would move up to 4 points Sleeve Rue and John Knox are both on 2 but they have to play on Tuesday yet so that's how things stand with about 10 minutes to go in the final round of the JJ Cavanagh Sons Kilkenny Junior Hurling League we'll be back in a minute KCLR Live Sport the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Kilkenny Intermediate Hurling Championship Round 1 
KCLR Live Sport. The Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Kilkenny Intermediate Hurling Championship Round 1. Roar Inishtig versus Young Ireland's. With thanks to Goran Park Golf Club. A stunning par 71-18 hole track with a breathtaking backdrop of the Black Stairs Mountains. Membership 2024 now open. GoranPark.ie Goran leading by three points. Robbie, you've obviously lit a fire under them after your criticism from last week. Yeah, possibly so. I don't think it'll, it would go that far now, to be fair, Shane. But um, it's been a very entertaining game, to say the least. I think um, it'll be interesting to see how the second half goes. But everything feels a lot bigger than it did in the league. I mean, the goals there just felt absolutely crucial in the first half. They obviously have been so far. It means uh, Young Ireland's have the lead at half time. But as expected, I think a lot of people would have thought the same, that it was going to be a very, very close game. It has been that. Roar and Stieg may need to find the back of the net at least once if they want to try and get this one done but um, it's going to be really really interesting to see what happens in the second half here it's been as tight as we thought it would be and I think it'll be tight all the way to the end but a very entertaining game you can hear by the crowd's reaction in St John's Park as well uh, they're really embroiled in this match it's been huge intensity levels brought to it from both teams and New Ireland's have the edge so far and as I said I think both sides see a path to a potential final and maybe even an intermediate county title if they can get over the line today so it feels like the uh, stakes are very very high for the second half uh, when you're looking at Rory and Steve Thomas Gleason's obviously not going to be happy with 10 wides yeah. in the game so far yeah that's very very poor I mean shooting efficiency is something that's spoken about a lot with clubs uh, we've actually heard it a lot from managers and players as well uh, throughout the course of not just the hurling in Kilkenny but the football in Carlo and uh, I think you can be guaranteed that it would be mentioned that not just the actual execution of the shots but the selection of the shots is something that's talked a lot about and obviously they're not taking on the right shots either that they or had the wind sh- behind them as well yeah it was just it's going to be really interesting to see what they do in the second half because you can't hit 10 wides in the championship game in the first half and expect to come out on top that's just way too many maybe they were told to just shoot on point I don't know I would highly doubt it if I'm being honest with you um, but if that's the case they are going to have to try and change tact come the second half because you can't find yourself in a position where you're hitting 10 wides with the wind behind you um, they're just going to have to do a lot more than that um, on the junior side of things Shane just to say Bally Raggett St. Patrick's have come out on top in their game against Clonine today up in Coon it's finished 116 to so that's no points. win for Clonine in the yeah actually look the, it would have been expected with the greatest respects to them I think they are um, one of if not the weakest team at that grade but they just have to look forward to the championship now there's no relegation in junior so uh, the main thing is that they look ahead and that they have a big game coming up against um you know, against whoever it may be, we'll have to find out how the other group goes uh, in that one. But uh, yeah, Clonine zero points for them. St. Patrick's Bally Ragged move on to A points, which isn't too bad at all. It has to be said. We we haven't really uh, discussed uh, the other game that is happening at five o'clock today. Of course, it is a relegation semi final, if you will. Conaghy Shamrocks versus Lachlan Gales. Uh, Conaghy be very disappointed, I'd say, to find themselves in this situation. Yeah, Conaghy will be, but I think they'll be heavy favourites going into that game today. We'll of course have updates from. But I think Connie will be favourites, as I say, and I think O'Loughlin's uh, are going to find it tough to come out on top in that one up in Muckley. Are Young Ireland still favourites going into this game? The wind behind their back, the wind beneath their wings. Three points over Roar Inishty. We're going back to Adrian, Ronnie Ronan, and uh, Eddie Doyle for the second half. Over to you, Ronnie. 
Thank you very much. And the game is on two minutes. Uh, Shane O'Keefe and Ennis Teague, as we said, attacking the minute change. Pat Ling has gone to centre forward. Jim Ryan has caught that in the edge of the square. Well won by Michael Welch, as we said, the Gordon half back line. The referee and Ennis Teague men not getting the breaks, not getting the rub of the green. Sean Carey has it 70 yards from his own goal. Hits a low ball into the corner forward. Gets hit corner forward, Paul Hold, but Joe Ling loses it. Gives it back to Tom Dyle. Tom Dyle does so well. Gives it to Michael Gallivan. The wind, as we said, uh, in against him, but this will hang at the edge of the square. Dangerous ball. Jason Brennan does well. Jason Brennan comes out, goes long, the wind in his back, down on top of the Nolan Park side of the field. And, oh, brilliantly caught by George Murphy. Looked like he was fouled. George Murphy should have got a free there. A bit of a bit off the ball. A bit of a box caught there now. There's a bit of trouble. The referee hasn't seen it, but there was off the ball and there was a fist and a man struck, but the man, uh, the referee has chosen to ignore it. The full back has it. Gives it back to Mikey Carey. Julian DeWire chose to ignore it. As we said, Mikey takes six, seven steps, gets away. Hits a low ball, but well won. But again, the referee doesn't give Alford Joyce has it Kieran Joyce then the Stigman the Roar the Stigman crowded down and being hunted down by the Gordman back to Joe Ling now certainly more intense out of the, in the Stigman Jim Ryan has it now Ryan has a chance to win he's on the 14 he's on the 21 he's on the 4 puts it over the bar could have went for a goal it seemed from here puts it over the bar that's his second point of the game 11 points and that's the second point 11 points to the Roar and the Stig. they got 2 points after half time sub coming on Connor Joyce looks like Connor, Connor Joyce, Joyce. Connor Joyce is coming on for Tom O'Cannon so they're gone for big men on the edge of the square that's a big man Connor Joyce and Jim Ryan starting to open the shoulders 11 points to Rornish League 2-7 to Gordon again back to a 2 point game puck out taken down the top of Killian Carey and Jack Welch won by Jack Brennan Jack Brennan looked like he's fouled but he gives the ball into Mark to Mikey Carey to Sean Carey Sean Carey takes 4-5 steps gives the ball back to Jack Brennan Jack Brennan puts that ball over the bar great score by Jack Brennan didn't look like it was going to go over the bar but he's causing a small bit of bother every time he gets the ball good score for Gordon quick puck out taken Eddie yeah yeah. he took the Jack Brennan there's two points one in each half as well did the same the last day and he's very effective there as well Joe Mulholland hits a ball in on top of Jim Ryan Jim Ryan looks like he's fouled again and the referee rightly blows the whistle and uh, Pat Ling looking for more from the rest of his players as we said the ball now Jim Ryan is starting to have a big influence on the game 11 points to 2-8 and Gordon as we said playing with the strong strong elements the strong elements blown into Nolan Park end of the field Gordon as we said wearing the red and white stripes but this is a free in for Mikey Galvin a handy free for Mikey Galvin a handy free for Mikey Galvin yeah, no, dead right. like Jim Ryan has two points from playing the second half already and running minutes into it but again their shot selection Ronnie they have two points they have two shots that they had dropped into Jason Brennan's hands as well already in the first half yeah. so they need to just be a little bit cuter but just on that free there as well referee definitely a free definitely blew it but Kevin Murphy had the ball in his hand and he was heading for goal he was heading for goal someone that Roran is faithful beside us here helping the referee Michael Gallivan he'll put that over the bar Michael Gallivan puts it over the bar that's another point for Innesteek they've got the three points after half time Jeff George Joe, Jack Brennan has got one for Gordon three minutes gone in the second half and it's Gordon uh, 2-8 Roran Steak 12 points puck out taking long going down the top of Ling Ling gone to centre forward Naddy Naddy's going to be tackled and wins it back brilliantly does so well gets too much time in the ball gives it Paddy Langton Langton seldom misses a ball and Langton does so well we mentioned at the half back line and Paddy Langton given too much room and Langton struck that brilliantly to make it another point for Gordon 2-9 Gordon and 
12 points. 12 points. Yeah. A very good score by Paddy Langton, just a class score as well, in fairness. And a ball from Natty, so it was a very well Langton is in front of us here, does so well, hits a nice and clean ball down on top of Jack Welch. Jack has been hunted down, hits a loose ball to Killian Carey. Carey looks like he was in foul. Carey looking very elusive. Killian Carey hits a cross field ball, top of Ted Dre and Joyce. Dre and Joyce. Joyce misses the catch, but Dre is there. Dre is, looks like his shoulder. Referee again doesn't allow Joyce. Two big men and the referee, as I said, not being very fair, maybe to the Nistig men, it looks like, from the crowd around us. That comes back to Farrell Gordon, as we said. Karen Farrell hits it back in. That'll go very on top of Paddy Ling. Paddy Ling. Jack Welch is here on his own. He hasn't been spotted. Goes long. Great ball by Paddy Ling against the wind. Down on top of Kevin Murphy. Murphy being fouled, possibly. Murphy now has the run. Murphy's on the 45. Murphy looking for help. There's three or four Gordon men around him. And too many Gordon men around him. Now Mikey Welch looks he's coming. Mikey Welch and Gordon. Well bung back by Murphy again. Murphy, no one supporting Murphy. No one helping Murphy. Three or four. He still has the ball. He's going in and across the end line. And now he gets a free. And Kevin really Murphy well there, did so well. One, but two, there was three, no four, one. Five numerous players and, and no one with him. No well, Kevin Murphy certainly yeah. got no help from any of his followers there but he did so well with four or five Gordon men around him that's a free in for Michael Gallivan as we said in a very entertaining Michael Ling uh, Motors first round championship game as we said the loser finishes for the year the winner goes into the next round the quarter final Gordon a big game for both teams both teams as I said with huge experience over the years in senior hurling the Innistig men particularly they were the last team as we said to come down from senior Gordon uh, you good young team coming through Michael Gallivan has the chance to put this over the bar to make it 13 points for the Roar and the Steaks and to bring it back as we said to a two point game two point game and then he does yeah. put it over the bar Gallivan does so well in the Steak probably need Roar and the Steak need a goal because goals win matches and Gordon have got those two goals Eddie they do and Jim Ryan does up to start really well in the second half so I wouldn't put it past him getting the goal chance when you're making a goal chance ball down on top of Jeff Brennan Brennan catches it brilliantly in front of Jack Welch Brennan has gone down to 45 he's going to be hit by a shot shoulder by George Murphy but he bounces off him and Jeff Brennan did so well Joe Ling is fouled and that was well run but Jeff Brennan and George Murphy in fairness to Jeff Brennan he struck George Murphy struck him some shoulder two big hits and the referee uh, fairness to him let them get a ball blow. but Jack Welch now has it free in his own half back line Jack Welch 45 yards out as we said on his own half back line Going short, Ronnie. Going short, he's going to the far side. Jack Welch, he goes to the far side. Down on top of Dial. The golden ball is missed, but it comes to the Gordon man. The Gordon man is Bobby Brennan. Bobby hits it down on top of Naddy. Naddy has got a lot of change today. Naddy's gone down the far side. Naddy using his legs. He's on the sideline on the far side. Hits a clever ball in front of uh, Paul Holden. Yeah. Holden tries to get inside Joe Ling. There's an overlap, and he didn't spot him. He tried to go for it, but he gets a swipe in. Back to Killian Carey. He has it in his hand again. Hunted down. Carey's elusive. He hasn't been on the scoreboard back to Mikey Carey brilliantly blocked down by the Innistigman now there's an overlap and Paddy Langton's here again Langton has got his second point and Langton is very elusive and Langton not being tracked or not being followed and that's a great point by Paddy Langton 13 points to the Roar next league 2-10 and Paddy Langton lovely lovely hurler yeah and he's because he has the wind at his back Ronnie he's been afforded to be able to play up the field a little bit further as well and he has he has his two points from play here in the second half he had one for free so look at 
you are Gordon are on the attack here again so they are up, up in the corner here up Ronnie. in the corner yeah. Mikey Kershaw carries back along with he's wearing 11 what's he doing back there I'm not too sure but he's back along with he hits a neat ball down on top of George Murphy He's that's the man he's supposed to be yeah. marking Mark Murphy breaks it down Murphy breaks it down to Jack Brennan Brack Brennan comes to be charged by uh, Michael Gallivan Gallivan in a steeg roar in a steeg man he's been hunted down and Gordon today you'd notice every hunting in twos and threes in a steeg or roar in a steeg need maybe to give more support to their players and that's probably a factor in this game that they're certainly the Gordon men are hunting in trees and twos aren't they, they twos are, and trees. And definitely the, the last few games I've seen them this year as well they've, they've, been, they've been doing that they've, you know they have the players on the field like I said if you went to Paul Holden back Sean Carey's back up around the forwards well, but they're hunting in packs their attitude's very good yeah, and they're, they're playing well but they need to push up here now Ronnie they have a free on, just on the centre line as well but they've only got a couple of forwards up in the field there so far is Mikey K- Sean Carey gone back as a spare and a sweeper he is look he's gone back as a sweeper Sean Carey's gone back as a sweeper it looks like Gordon have gone back to play a sweeper why would you play with a sweeper yeah, when you have a half back line yeah. like them but Paddy Langton gives him around a bit of freedom Langton's got two points already and he's having a massive influence in the second half and Paddy Langton has the ball advantage Julian Dwyer said he has advantage Naddy yeah. puts it over the bar great score by Parik Naddy and as we said Naddy now puts it over to make it 2-11 to Gordon 12 points to 13 points to NSD Roar NSD and again as we said it looks like maybe Sean Carey going back as a sweeper is that right? It he is, is right Jay. It is that's right, very Jay. strange so and early in the game Murphy, is it? He's left George Murphy free at the other side as well and they're playing with the wind they're playing with the wind yeah ok we'll but see look at, he's been back there look at he wasn't yeah. back as a sweeper but he's been back there at the start of the year he played centre back and he played wing back for a couple of games too, so look at he's a bit of experience back there but, but when you have a half back yes, line you're on about the tactic like more so than the tactic, back. when you have yes, a half yes. back line now look my might be proven wrong but when you have a half back line of, of Carey, Langton and, and Pat McWelsh why do you want Sean Carey back as a spare man yeah, he's look, gone back he's having gone. a steak accounted for this we're not too sure but the ball no, is they, in the they, middle of the field they have George Murphy they have George Murphy there but you know, is it, is it, is it, was it the fact that Jim Ryan was starting to... Maybe so, 2-11, you know, but Paddy Langton's getting the freedom of the park. Not too sure who's marking Langton. Langton's going for his third point in the second yeah. half, and Langton puts it over. Yeah. But there's no one marking Paddy Langton, and the Roar and the Stiegman on this side of the field certainly need to do something because he hasn't been marked. 2-12. He, no, he has three points already. Three already. points. In ten minutes, of hurting, he has three points from wing back. 2-12 to 13 points. But again, as good as Paddy Langton is, and he's very good in a Stieg, surely have, must have someone marker there's no one picking him up as we said certainly they haven't copped on to the spare man it looks like Gordon certainly are as we said hunting in twos and trees as we're brought by our proud sponsors today Uh, thanks to Gordon Park Golf Club a stunning par 71 the 18 hole track with a breathtaking backdrop of the Black Stairs Mountains membership in 2024 now open gordonpark.ie line ball in front of us Jack Welch hits a very good ball at the edge of the the D the D being by the ball breaks and Carey's there the Carey is the sweeper that's Sean Carey he goes out through three or four for uh, in a Stiegman that, that uh, tactic might be working now Dre is out in front again Dre looks very lively out turns to his left this will hang in the air it'll hang over it's the over bar and Gordon making great use of all the possession and Gordon certainly doing all the hurling in these opening 12 minutes of the second half yeah, I suppose what you Ireland's have with Sean Carey back there as well. They have a man off the shoulder, so they're ready to play, take their time and play that ball forward. I mean, that ball bypassed George Murphy into Ted Ray as well. So if they can keep doing that, look at Sean Carey's working back there. But I agree with what you're saying, Ronnie. Look at it, it's a strange one, but it is working. Six point game, two thirteen to thirteen points. The roar and the steak struggling now, as we said, playing against the gale. Certainly Gordon with the win, but the tactic of Gordon in the second half, bringing back Sean Carey as a sweeper to play with that half back line, probably allows Paddy Langton to come up the field. Yeah, but I don't know, does anyone in the roar and the steak, there is still no one marking Paddy Langton. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's like that, you know, push up and mark him for a while. Try take, you know, take him out of the game as well. But definitely three points in. Obviously, ten minutes of hurling he had. Yeah, two thirty. The thirteen Gallivan has a chance to put this over the bar to run down this, the score. Puts it down to make it a five-point game. There's plenty of time. Twelve minutes only gone in the second half, and now Gordon have put out Kevin Murphy. It looks like Kevin Murphy's come out. Paddy Langton, fourteen points to run this league. Two thirteen to go to the Gordon. Jagger, George Murphy. George Murphy looked like he's been fouled. He'd been hung out. He hits a crossfield ball. Puts under pressure, puts Rory Galvin, but Galvin does very well. He's looking up. Oh, now he's going to get hooked, clever. but he still has it. Gives a try to get a neat ball, but Parig O'Neill, the son of the great Pat O'Neill, gives a hand pass to Mikey Welch. That half backling, as we said, doing so well. Down on top of Jack Brennan. Jack Brennan breaks, and now does a run on here. Oh, the run Brennan, on is yeah. Jeff Brennan. Jeff Brennan fails to pick it up, but it comes back to Ted Dre. Dre, the Gordman, on the edge of the D. George Job Jilling is there. So is the George Murphy, or not George Murphy, it's Joe Ling. Joe Ling has been hunted down, but so is Joyce, the Gordon. Is there the Gordon man? Of course, is is um, Ted Ray and Ted Ray for some reason kicks it through brilliantly saved, but a goal! Is, a goal by Bobby Brennan or by Jack, Jack Brennan. Brennan. Jack a Brennan goal for Gordon again, and that looked threatening. But the, how the, the, the Steagman didn't clear that ball? They had a chance to clear it, and somehow Jay, Ted Ray, but he's causing all sorts of bombs for the Ronan Steag fullback. Line. He is looking. He has one two from play himself, and he's looking. He's after being supplier all day as well. And look at it. He took a shot there as well. No. Two, two the boot on as well save from Jason Brennan but the follow up from Jack Brennan there it was 1-2 for Jack Brennan 1-2 for Paul Holden ball to Jim Ryan Jim Ryan now has a chance an overlap but there's four Gordon men in front of him Jim Ryan is blocked down brilliantly it comes to Michael Wedge he's hunted down but now it comes to Bobby Brennan back to Farrell in the middle of the field for Gordon loose ball loads of room there's only two men in the Gordon full forward line Jack Welch has it on his own 45 Gordon as we said 3-13 uh, roaring the 14 points a 7-8 point game Gordon as he said doing all the hurling three great goals Carey has it again he's the spare man he has legs Carey Sean Carey it is gives it to Brennan Brennan got the goal what's he doing back in his own half back line Gordon hits a ball down the top of Dre and Joyce again ball breaks Dre and Joyce is there Paddy Ling does well the Nisty goalie the Roar Nisty goalie tries to bring it out Dre is hunting down Joyce Joyce needs to get rid of it Gordon putting Joyce under pressure does well but he's clearance puts the, the men under Joyce the brother is Connor Joyce Paddy Langton's there Langton is on the ground Langton the ball breaks the Pat Ling Ling has it Ling on his own 45 oh it's struck by Mikey Carey great big hits gone in but Ling stood up to it like a man gives it to Connor Joyce Joyce has it now Joyce looks like there's a bit of a shamozzle on the ground comes back to Mikey Welsh a bit of messing on the ground here between Ling and Joe Brennan or not Joe Brennan between Pat Ling and Jeff Brennan and the ball is broken down to Bobby Brennan well blocked down by Michael Pat Tom Dyle Tom Dyle again Gordon hunted down Parik O'Neill the son of the great Pat O'Neill comes through the middle gives the hand pass again to Paul Holden Paul Holden puts yes, it over the bar and Gordon are now in the ascendancy for sure 3-14 to 14 points and Paul Holden and Gordon and Gordon hurling so intelligently here as they make a substitution and it looks like Dylan Carey is going off and he's been replaced by, Farrelly, by so. Paddy, Paddy, Paddy Brennan, Paddy Brennan. Yeah. Carey was dangerous I thought to be fair to the man yeah, Gordon he gone back. Yeah, yeah, but cool. Carey's still the spare man. He's still the spare the man. But, now, but Mikey Welch has gone as the spare man. Look. No, I think Mikey's going to mark someone. Mikey's gone to mark someone, yeah. He's gone to mark someone. They're leaving. Connor Dice, he is. He's got to mark, mark Connor Dice. 
or no Enestique have pushed up the field and has maybe that's what's after happening no they haven't no they have no. Joe Ling here Look, uh, still, they still have Joe Ling back they've pushed up a, a, on, on a majority but no they have no, Joe Ling Sean free. Carey's still gone back as a spare man yeah, Gordon yeah. as we said 14 points to Enestique Gordon 3-14 a 9 point game and 16 minutes on the clock 15 minutes for the Roar Enestique to stay in the Michael Ling uh, intermediate champion Michael Gallivan has a chance to bring it back to 8 points he's hitting into the gale wind as we said hitting into the, the country and as we know it here in O'Loughlin Scalvin being on airing from freeze I think bar one he's 46 metres out maybe 6 metres in from the sideline Frank Minogue the linesman watches him he strikes that but the wind oh, won't bring it in for him no. and that's gone wide and again when Enestig needed the most that's their first wide after the first, first wide in the second that's half yeah. the but half. they had to have dropped a couple in on the keeper as well that keep drop short as well so they're, uses, they're, they're still not putting out that ball over the bar running Jason Brennan gone long Gordon as we said in the ascendancy they're doing all the hurling possibly certainly doing all the scoring free uh, for the Enestig men on their own half back line as Tom Dyle was fouled and again they need to speed it up they're trying to bring over Jack Welch to take it at this stage you'd be thinking someone take the bloody free and drop it in quick do they know there's nine points in it I'm not too sure because again they're now they're, they're arguing over who'll take the free I know what I do with one of them yeah but look at Jim Ryan is in there he hasn't got now he's hitting a low ball to Jack Jack has been chased by Brennan Jim Ryan does so yeah. well he's definitely elusive up there he's definitely big and strong and he's definitely able to take a score great score Jim Ryan and then Jim Ryan certainly doing his best to fight the cause for the Roaring Steve man great point Jim Ryan he's third point of the afternoon third point of the second half yeah two points in the first two minutes of the, of the second half Ronnie and that's his third one but they haven't hit him with enough ball I think more direct get the ball in on top just hit, hit the ball in top like you said and they have Conor Dries beside him as well like two big targets in there that are able to get scores 18 minutes on the clock as we said seven eight points in the game Joe Ling wins it for Innesteague Joe Ling looking for help gives a ball up over the shoulder Mikey Carey and Pat Ling Mikey Carey and he's back to it so it Ling but that spare man is there for the Gordon man Mikey Welch the experienced Welch it's a great ball to Dre Dre is out in front but Joyce loses the ball another sub on for Gordon the Gordon man wearing 23 it looks like Emmett Bourne Gavin, is it 22 Bourne, is it Gavin Bourne Emmett Bourne there's still three the Roar Innesteague men oh a let off maybe again but my, Joyce has a Kieran Joyce needs help Joyce gives a loose Ball to nobody, but he gets put Rory Galvin under pressure. Emmett Byrne puts his hurl down. Is it Emmett Byrne? We can't see the no, number. No, that's Sean Middleton there. Sean Middleton. Sean Middleton. Is Middleton. Is he yeah, he's on as well. He's on number 19 with the yellow helmet. That's definitely him. I'd say. Uh, I definitely. Yeah, if you can see his back, see if 19. But it's definitely Sean Middleton on the field anyway. Again, Gordon have a line ball on the 21 on the far side. It's number 10. It's Paddy Brennan. Hits that ball. In. It's a loose ball. He's been brought on. Paddy Brennan gone wide line ball. And I'd say to have Sean Farrell on as well. Gordon making number a few 20, changes I'd say is on as well sharp fall taken Joe Ling has it on his own half back line he mishits the ball puts Pat Ling under pressure Pat Ling puts under pressure because the Gordon men are using their legs and their speed all over the field hits a low ball Joyce is in there but George Murphy's in there Philip O'Donnell comes back to Joe Ling Joe Ling now he'll give it to Jack Welch Jack Welch on his 45 Langton is there beside him Michael Gallivan doesn't look but he goes crossfield puts Jim Ryan and Bobby Brennan and Jim Ryan misses the touch comes to Pat Ling Pat Ling as we said to 314 to 15 points Ling hops up Pat Delaney hop on his left this'll go wide because you know before he struck it he rushed the shot and that's gone wide running out of opportunities and certainly Roar and Steve are under pressure for these next 10 minutes Eddie they are but I think it's, Young Ireland is definitely are, are really hurling well like I said Sean Carey although he questioned I think he's worked very well back there as well he's the extra man and the Roar are looking to give that ball in long because Sean is there great catch by Jack Brennan as we said gives the ball to Paddy Brennan he's coming on he's warding 10 but that's gone wide he maybe again 
big rangy forward Gordon as we said looking dangerous Langton now is following certainly Gallivan at this stage the Gallivan as we said or Langton had a great first half second half three points the ball to Jackling Jackling or Joling Joling gives to Jack Welch Jack Lynch Jack Welch Jack Welch is on his own half back Luke tried to come inside and brilliantly hooked by Paul Holden the ball will break a dangerous ball on top of the half back line Mikey Welch does so well to St. Kieran's College uh, man he does so well hits a very clever ball a ball comes back to Tom uh, Doyle Doyle wearing seven Doyle goes long but in on top of Connor Joyce Joyce on top ball. of Joyce the ball will break off his hand Joyce and uh, the corner back is there the full back is Parry O'Neill gone wide and Parry O'Neill Shepherds it out 3-14 to Gordon 15 points to Innesteeg 20 minutes 10 minutes for the Roar in the to survive but that ball goes to the Gordon man in the middle of the field now he strikes away Joe, uh, Jeff Brennan another wide for Gordon that's wide number 9 I think for Gordon and go, ball breaks quick and shot oh, Innesteegman starting to maybe uh, put themselves under pressure Farrell has it in the middle of the field that's Seamus Farrell Seamus he's Farrell. close to the sideline on the far sideline no. he drives away 10 wides oh. Gordon 12 wides to Innesteeg another sub coming on on the far side it looks like and there's a sub for Innesteeg coming on and the sub coming on as Philip O'Donnell tries to follow the man he didn't realise he's going off Rory Galvin is going off Rory Galvin is going off at number 20 Sean Bulger's coming on Sean Bulger is it number 20 it is Sean Bulger is on Gordon as I said with Sean Carey now playing as the spare man he's gone back as a spare man five minutes in the second half Gordon playing with seven defenders if their half back line wasn't good enough they put back Carey and they're very very strong there now and all the possession as we said Eddie certainly in Gordon's hand Gordon have it again here's Langton Langton switch sides to Mikey Carey to Sean Carey to Gordon style of hurling now Carey should use his legs and sprint down towards Nolan Park off he does off his left he goes cross field ball. ball great ball to Dre Dre is 50 yards out Dre is all on his own and no one following him but Dre wins it back but one back he gives it out here to Paul Holden Holden's a man gone down the inside Paul Holden didn't see him again a bad swipe but maybe it'll hang over the bar it's gone wide and Farrell had made a run Gordon's starting to drive a few poor wides now yeah but like the Rolling State they're, they're, they're doing the same thing again they're still hitting ball at the top of the half back line that you Merlins have now there's a bit of a row because Mikey oh gee oh, Martin Sh- Sean Carey other guys now yes well, yeah. no there's a bit of sh- I saw what happened I saw the second I didn't see the yeah, first but I saw the now second now if the linesman saw what happened there's a Gordon man going to be in trouble uh, there's a Gordon man going to be in trouble because there's a few Gordon men in trouble but Mikey Carey went down but um Sean Carey his brother came in to help him that's what brothers do he came in to help him but I don't think linesman or referee saw anything so they'll be not made of this but just let's say we saw it Eddie we saw it we did yeah <laughs> there'll be one or two in a Stegman lucky and there'll be one or two Gordon men lucky but I don't think the referee or the linesman seen it 3.14 to 15 points as he said and Gordon Barry Power the manager is in for the Gordon men he's not happy and now Julian is going to take the take Barry's name it looks like Julian is in a spot about yeah Julian's tell Barry to leave the field Gordon 314 to 15 points now Mikey Carey's down not too sure is it that bad Gordon are in the ascendancy this will suit the game it'll slow it down there's been a little niggle the last few minutes but as we said Gordon full value for this game as we are brought by our proud sponsors with thanks to Gordon Park Golf Club a stunning pair 71 18 hole track with a breathtaking backdrop of the Blackstairs Mountains membership now open for 2024 gordonpark.ie at this stage Eddie in a steeg 
can only blame themselves I suppose the possession wise yeah. they haven't made the useful but Gordon certainly all over the field as the cornerback gives, comes on there and gives Jack Brennan a bit of a there's a little niggle to build it into a it now. A little hello. Yeah, a little hello. Now, Julian's gone to have a word with his linesman. The linesman is Frank Minogue. To be fair to Frank, I don't think he's seen anything either. And it looks like Pat Ling and Mikey Carey have gone to the, into the book. It is, I think yeah, there's like another Gordon man lucky now here. There is, there is. <laughs> look another it. Gordon man lucky. Yeah, he won't he... enter into the book. This will be two yellow cards. Julian will get an autograph for himself. He'll get Mikey's autograph, yellow card. Pat Ling there as well. Pat it's Link. His patch, yeah. But look at eight point game, no eight, comeback, is it for the eight point game? Look at twenty four minutes, minutes gone. Yeah. Look at they're doing the same old thing, the same old thing. Like like you said yourself, Ronnie, Gordon's half back line has been very, very yeah. well. He's very good. But now they have numbers back there as well. And the roar are yeah. still hitting balls back on top of them there. You know, is it a running game or what to do? I know what look at their eight points down, is it? With with five plus minutes to go. Is it is it too little, too late? But look at Yeah, eight points. Again, this win go then a steak having trouble Jason Brennan all the afternoon haven't looked like scoring a goal and I suppose that's been the downfall Jim Ryan he's done his best back to Tom Dyle he's been very good as well but all over the field I think Dynastique have been second best the goal scoring opportunities have been few George Murphy's gone up to the forwards Tom Murphy he's been there in the second half he's gone in the far side now there's a man gone through Kevin Murphy Gordon or Dynastique trying to work on Shawnee Bulger looked like he's fouled ball breaks there's Gordon are there most of Gordon is there there's at least 12 of the Gordon backs now it comes to Paul Holden he's first touch from 70 yards is brilliant now Ted Ray Ted Ray hits the ball down not Ted Ray comes down on top of Ted Ray ball breaks to Paddy Brennan Paddy Brennan tries to come inside Kieran Joyce Paddy Brennan and Joyce Joyce uses experience three in the steak backs two Gordon but Ted Ray is there the Gordon men as you said hunting in packs they're holding the ball up on the 21 on the far side of the O'Loughlin's end of the field Gordon as we said they're full value for this day at point lead 3.14 to 15 Paddy Brennan gives out to Jack Brennan Jack Brennan the show jumper Jack Brennan loses the ball comes back to the number 22 for Gordon or to Jim Murphy Jim gives it back to Paul Holden the Gordon man he hits a cross field ball no one there only Pat Ling and Mikey Carey Mikey Carey using his legs back Ling gets there first Ling goes down Carey swallows him up Carey's all over him Carey tries to win it back Carey oh, wins the ball brilliantly yeah, I don't think there was. I don't think there was. Was there too much in that? Well, I know he stood over. Ireland, I know he stood over. Well, Ireland versus Tonga. That would be considered a great, great <laughs> overturn. And I think Mikey Carey could be playing with Ireland later this evening because, to be fair to Mikey, he turned over Pat Ling, even though Pat Ling had the ball in his hand. But what, what does what does Mikey Carey do in that situation? You know what I mean? He has to stand there. Yeah, he has to stand there. But again, it was a brilliant turnover by Mikey and that's the free in for Gordon and that's probably the final nail in the coffin for the Roar and the Stieg men three minutes to go on the clock they're under pressure as we said this will make it a nine point game and certainly Gordon with the wind as we said Eddie it was a five point wind but that goal that uh, after half time was massive to the Gordon victory and that'll go ooh, go over the that's bar point, just yeah. barely over the bar Paul Holden he puts it over not really had a score for a while Gordon as we said got seven or eight points in the second half the first ten minutes in second half George Murphy's under it catches it brilliantly he's been fouled no he goes through George Murphy being th- four or five uh, Gordon men follow him half the parish are after him but now Jim Ryan has a Jim still being hunted down by three or four Gordon men he's looked like he's been fouled has the advantage comes back to Pat Ling Pat Ling will give it into Kevin Murphy oh, great brilliant save, great save. save brilliant save by Jason Brennan full length save brilliant save the first time he's had to make a save all day the ball has gone wide and Gordon will be trilled 
skills but that save and that's bringing the, I suppose he hasn't been tested all day but a great save a great sign of a goalie there as well isn't it Ronnie you know the cliche like he hasn't been asked to do too much there yeah. but he was at full stretch there so he was and a shot from Kevin Murphy a brilliant 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 save and it keeps it keeps Gordon in the, you know it keeps it keeps the Roaring Steak at bay you know and uh, look but he's been excellent all year as well he's saved his couple of penalties as well an excellent excellent young goalie and a big advantage for Gordon of course the match that we cover afternoon of course is that the backs and whites and moonkind that's in Thomastown at 5 o'clock and that I'll be joined by Taggy in Thomastown in that game another uh, first round game of course the loser staying in the champ the loser out of the championship the winner into the quarter final Paddy Langton Gordon are on their way to the, the next round of the championship for sure they're 9 points up at this stage treat 15 to 15 points they're hurling very well back to number 20 20 for Gordon is Sean Farrell and Sean Farrell puts it over to make it a 10 point game as the crowd starts to disperse from all Lachlan's here and uh, Paddy Ling takes it out very quickly the Gordon men as we said full value all day their half back line being so good and then the drop back Sean Carey to help him out and so from there they launched their attacks all day Kevin Murphy he's done well for in a steag all day he's tried his best but there's yeah, four or five Gordon men hunting him down and they've slid huge space here and tactically you'd have to give great credit to the Gordon man uh, you do yeah definitely look at it you look at the field Ronnie's we're looking at like the field is packed on the right hand side there as soon as you or the roar whether they're running into that space now or whether they're hitting ball into that space New Orleans are back there in numbers and they're just stopping every chance to get whether it's high ball coming in or like, like I said the runners New Orleans tactically have been very very good today and a lot of it depends too Roddy or Ronnie as well Ted Ray is a great outlet he's up there by himself he's isolated he has Sean Farrell with him at the minute but he's winning an awful lot of ball in them 1v1s 1v2s he's doing really really well and they have an option for them long balls forward Michael Gallivan goes long goes, oh, 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 hits the crossbar another opportunity for the runners he could have had two goals but they have been cleared Mikey Carey gives the hand pass again out to Paddy Langton why often have we mentioned this half back line Langton is coming down Langton won't be caught by Connor Joyce Langton's going for his fourth point of the afternoon that's a super that. super point that. that's a brilliant point by Paddy Langton and Paddy Langton has certainly given a man of the match performance if there was a man of match today that half back line for Gordon would be mentioned and when you mention that half back line you couldn't but leave out Paddy Langton a tremendous afternoon but certainly in front of us in the second half uh, Eddie he's been super he's been super but he has been super all year he had four points in the game against Phoenix as well I must go back over my notes Ronnie for you I'd yeah. say Paddy Langton is one of the top scorers from playing intermediate hurling this year I know he hasn't got the goals but from points alone he's been excellent points alone and the referee gives a free to the Innesteague men and Innesteague as we said down 10 points 11 yes, points at this now. stage it's 3.17 to Gordon 15 points to Innesteague we mentioned the wind at half time it was a big wind and it turned out to be a big wind they hadn't enough on the scoreboard those 10 wides in the first half certainly didn't suit Innesteague but the goals for Gordon in the first half probably were the turning point they were two great goals against the run of play possibly yeah Paul Holland's goal as well and Ted Dray and well deserved goals maybe against run of play but they were well deserved you know they do better use of the ball in the full forward line all the Farrell has it Seamus Farrell sorry to cut Royal across Eddie. the ball comes down to Ted Dray again. again Dray is 10-15 yards off of Joyce every time and Ted Dray puts it over the bar and the Gordon and the quality of ball that they're giving uh, Ted Dray Ted Dray and Joyce but the quality of ball is excellent well look at he was out in front he was 15 yards in front of, of Kieran there that stage look at we talk about Paddy Langton being man in the match Ted Dray has won three from play oh. there as well brilliant catch by Mikey Carey but he's been fouled Pat Lings must think there's about 20 minutes left yeah. because he's happy with the free but he needs about four goals 
One shot, four goals. Yeah. Yeah, look, Ted, like you said, Ted Ray has won three for play. He's been excellent for you, Ireland, as well today, Ronnie, in the individual performances. 3-18 to the Gordon men. 15 points to Innesteek. They'll be so disappointed because, as I said, they came with a lot of hope here today. But the Gordon men certainly have put their hands up on their half-back yeah. line, as we said. They'll be putting a lot of pressure, possibly, on the Thomastown and Gordon men. But uh, Dre is out in front again. Now it comes to Paddy Brennan. Paddy Brennan, another lovely point by Paddy Brennan. He came on as a sub and Gordon now scored at at will and the Barry Power and team Gordon will be very very happy and they'll go into the hat and they'll be a handful ready for any team they will be a handful because I'm just counting up here Ronnie I need to have nine different scores from oh, playing yeah. today as well oh. and they've been very and big scores like say, Paddy Langton's four points Ted Ray's one three Paul Holden back on the field getting Carey game and, as well Carey and Paddy Langton Pat and Ling Michael Galvin four or five turns gets away and gives it to Kevin Murphy Murphy off his left Gordon as we said uh, very hurting where Jim Ryan needs to give a quick hand pass gives a quick hand pass to uh, to, Mur- to Murphy Tom Murphy being fouled and Julian DeWire says the free and as the crowd starts to disperse here from uh, John Lock Park to- or John Lock Park from O'Loughlin's uh, GA Club John's Park 32 minutes on the clock and as we said we have our second match of the day uh, Moonkind versus Blacks and Whites of course in the next game in Thomastown Gornesty uh, going for the point Connor Joyce takes the free he puts it over that's only five points uh, six points that they've scored against the wind in the second half and Chase puts that over the return from the Innistique forwards has been poor Mikey Carey it makes the run poor, yeah. there's the puck out brilliant puck out to Paddy Langton he's got four he's already for he's, he's going, going for five, for five. He Paddy Langton Paddy Langton's hit Excellent. points for score five points from Paddy Langton and everyone will leave this pitch today and certainly there'll be a name going into the book for Derek Ling and Paddy Langton he's still under 20 is he? yeah and he's been doing it all year Ronnie but yeah. if he was a corner forward Ronnie that had five points I think yeah. the shout from the sideline would be get tight on him yeah. oh, the fact he's winning back we said it earlier on you said it earlier on you know he's, he was free no one pushed up on him he's five points for play and his team are just after winning his team are just after winning the Michael Ling Motors round one first round Gordon Young Irons of Gordon they've had a tremendous uh, second half in particular but the first half is where they did the damage getting those two goals in the first half from um, Sean Holden and Ted Dre Paul, Hol- Paul, uh, Paul, Paul Holden Ted and Ted Dre and in a score line here Gordon 320 Roar 16 points Eddie the second half certainly was a half that Ernest Teague needed to pick it up but against that wind was always going to be difficult wasn't it? Ah, against that wind look they just like we said Young Ireland's with a really good full back line but they got numbers back there again with Sean Carey back there and they, it held out they were really really good and like you said Jim Ryan got three points from play and they got a free from Conor Joyce that's the four scores they got they had two of them got in the first two minutes of the, you know, of the, of the, of the second half but it was just it was a really really good performance by Young Ireland's all, you know, all day long but like we said Ronnie they had numbers back in their defence and they got them but you know if you, you have 10 lads back there and you play the ball forward and it keeps coming back to you it's a waste of time but when you have the likes of Ted Dre in the form that he was in up there he was holding the ball up from, you know he was getting these scores he got 1-3 from play he was very very good so the, the, even though they had plenty of numbers back there they were short in the forwards but Ted did a really good job up there and he was for me he was excellent there today and he was that outlet that they needed Gordon you mentioned and it is all about Gordon and Stieg will be so so disappointed they've been as I said down a number of players certainly but that's a take from the Gordon performance but you'd have to be really impressed with the Gordon performance we mentioned before the game how good his half back line yeah. were they were tremendous Michael Welsh using all his experience Carey using his strength and then Langton using all his skill and as good as they were they bring back Sean Carey 
I thought it was a crazy move at the time. It was probably the move of the game. It was a brilliant move. It was the move of the game, and uh, like like we said, like you said as well, it probably allowed the likes of Paddy Langton to get yeah, forward, you know. And then five points from play, he scored more than the Roar did in the second half, you know. But definitely, their half back line is excellent. Um, and an awful lot comes from there. No, against the wind in the first half, they didn't get their scores from play from the half-back line, but they had Ted Ray there as well. That ball was dropping in. But again, the full forward line, like I said, Paul Holden. Like Killian Kerry was taken off. Killian Kerry was probably doing all right as yeah. well. He, he was making a nuisance of himself getting about as well. And they had Jeff Brennan there. But again, look over. We didn't mention Jack Jack Brennan. Jack started with number 18. Yeah. Like back said the forward. He got one two, two today. Yeah, and you he know, was very effective in the first very half. Effe- and very effective last day. I think Gordon are timing this right, Ronnie. How far they'll go, I don't know. But they definitely have the players on the field they're getting plenty of scores they're looking good at the minute they're looking good at the minute but at times Eddie we'll bring it back down a little bit now for Gordon yep. at times their full back line in particular in the first half are under a certain element of pressure that half back line that we said have been excellent up front Dre was super getting brilliant ball and all around them Gordon on today's evidence Gordon as you rightly said Eddie now seem to be timing it very cleverly or were in a steep poor I think look at to be straight up you have to say look at they had 10 wides in the first half their use of the ball wasn't great in the second half the long ball didn't work they stayed at it you know so there's a little bit of both in it but I don't think you can take away from your but I definitely would agree with you Ronnie that the roar I think weren't that full strength they didn't they didn't perform today I think as well and like I said like you said as well the likes of the their full forward line got the ball the two corner forwards they got at the, the Gordon full back line especially probably in particular maybe their two corner backs and didn't make use of that so look at they got plenty of ball plenty of chances didn't make use of it look at I think I think the better team definitely won today Roar and Stieg look at they weren't that they weren't that they didn't play as they should have played today really you know they have played better throughout the year I've seen him look at George Murphy at centre back he was free there today he caught a few great balls but he was leading the line as well we talk about the Gordon uh, half back line but George Murphy has been excellent so far for the Roar this year carrying the ball forward but he didn't do any of that today was that was that a tactic did the New Ireland stop that today as well like Jack Welch has got a couple of points from play um, in most games he's done as well he didn't do that today as well Tom Doyle in fairness was very good in, in the half back line as well but look at for me it's all about Young Ireland's today Gordon uh, Steve didn't perform but, but Young Ireland certainly did yeah no it was all Gordon today you'd have to give him great credit but in a Steve Roaring Steve maybe not as fluid as they'd like but certainly Gordon Eddie thanks for your company today I know you're going to get some post matches we uh, tear down to Thomastown because of course the Blacks and Whites and Moonkind play in this round one of course knockout as well championship but here in uh, O'Loughlin Gales GA Club John's Park we thank our sponsors Gordon Park Golf Club a stunning par 71 18 hole track with a breathtaking backdrop of the Blackstairs Mountains membership now open in gordonpark.ie we'll be hearing more from gordonpark.ie because Young Ireland's Gordon are heading into the quarterfinals of the Intermediate Championship they've put up their hands for sure they'll be talked about now certainly everybody's mentioning the likes of Liz Downey and Thomastown but you could not underestimate today's performance the ability of the Gordon men to find their men the goal of the year if you're talking about goal of the year we spoke about goals being scored but that goal by uh, Paul Holden was certainly the goal of the year started by a nail given to a carry back to a nail back to a carry and hung up in the back of the net by a guy Paul Holden a brilliant brilliant goal but Gordon certainly are driving on they'll be happy they're in the middle of the field with their team management and certainly on a performance today there'll be another man mentioned in, in the light today and a guy called Paddy Langton he scored five great points from the 
half back line not sure where Linus Diegman was marking him though but Paddy Langton can't take from his performance so here in O'Loughlin's GA Club it's Gordon marching through to the next round to the quarter final and a scoreline of Gordon Young Ireland's of Gordon 320 uh, Roaring Nestig 16 points we'll see in Thomastown in the next hour and a half over to the KCLR Live Sport the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Kilkenny Intermediate Hurling Championship Round 1 Roaring Nestig versus Young Ireland's with thanks to Goran Park Golf Club a stunning par 71 18 whole track with a breathtaking backdrop of the Black Stairs Mountains membership 2024 now open goranpark.ie